from D. James Kennedy Ministries. This is Kennedy Classics. Hello, I'm Frank Wright, president of D. James Kennedy Ministries, where we are standing for truth and defending your freedom. Welcome to Kennedy Classics. I hope you'll be sure to take time to visit our ministry website, where you can find all kinds of great digital, audio, video, and print resources. It's all available at djkm.org. The term poker face is used to describe the expressionless facade that people use to hide their true emotions, specifically when playing poker. Oftentimes, players will wear sunglasses and try to partially cover their face to throw off the opponent sitting across from them. As you may know, some people are said to have a bad poker face because it's very obvious when they are not telling the truth. It might be the gleam in their eye or a slight smirk that lets you know they are fibbing. On the other hand, there are people who are great liars. They can say just about anything, and you might be inclined to believe them. Throughout the course of history, there have been many famous deceivers. Charles Ponzi comes to mind, the Italian con man who scammed his investors with a fraudulent scheme today commonly referred to as a Ponzi scheme. Another name that comes to mind is Benedict Arnold, the famous American hero of the Revolutionary War who later became one of the most infamous traitors in U.S. history by switching sides and fighting for the British. Or how about Adolf Hitler, the leader of the Nazi party and dictator who was responsible for the genocide of over six million Jews during the Holocaust. Hitler's big lie described the Nazis as the master race and represented the Jews as subhuman. Lies are the foundation for some of the biggest atrocities in all of human history. One of those atrocities is something that is going on even as we speak. Dr. Kennedy exposes that atrocity in his message, Lies and More Lies. Our scripture lesson this morning is taken from the 139th Psalm and also briefly from the 8th chapter of John. May we hear the word of God beginning with Psalm 139, verse 11, the inspired word of the living God. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day, and the darkness and the light are both alike to thee. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. 
My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. And in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! And Jesus Christ said to the Pharisees in John 8, Ye are of your father the devil, and the lusts of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar, and the father of it. And may God speak to us through his word this day, and may his name ever be praised. Amen. Every evil system that has come down the pike has been based upon a foundation of lies. To wit, Nazism. Based upon the lie that the Nazis were the master race destined to rule the world. Secondly, that Jews, according to their Supreme Court, were non-persons, and therefore could be destroyed at will. Or communism, based upon the lie that state ownership of factories and farms would greatly increase output, production, prosperity, and wealth. And that the state under communism would finally simply wither away. What we got, of course, was a situation where communism brought about poverty, bankruptcy of nations, famine, and where in North Korea, one of the remaining communist countries, there are, as we sit here, eight million people starving to death. Shintoism, based upon the lie that the emperor was God. It was the absolute conviction of Japanese officers and soldiers that it was impossible for them to lose a war, since their emperor was God. A lie which cost the lives of millions. In fact, if you take all of the millions and millions of people that died because of those lies, it is a staggering. No wonder Jesus said of Satan that not only is he the father of lies, but he was a murderer from the beginning. And he said that those that hate me love death. But the truth will out, and the truth of all of those lies has outed, and there is virtually no one that believes any of them today. Yet they gripped the minds and hearts of men 
and brought bloodshed across the world. Abortion. Some would say, well, well, how dare you compare that to Nazism and communism and Shintoism, which brought about the destruction of tens of millions of lives. My friends, abortion has brought about the death of more lives than Nazism, communism, Shintoism combined. Let me be more emphatic. Abortion worldwide is brought about the death of more human beings than have died in all of the world's wars throughout human history. It is a horrible black blotch upon the escutcheon of American honor and decency, a total violation of the promise of the Declaration of the Independence, of Independence. Dr. Francis Schaeffer, from this pulpit before he died, said that of all of the inalienable rights, life is by far the most important. What do liberty and the pursuit of happiness mean to a man in a coffin? He cares nothing about all of the shackles that may bind his limbs and all of the great opportunities to purchase new inventions mean nothing to him. He could not conceivably care less whether the stock market goes up or goes down. Without life, you have nothing. And we have been destroying it by the carload in America. And it's all based upon lies by the father of lies. And I'm afraid there are no doubt some right here in this sanctuary who have believed some of the lies of abortion. The first most important and most common one is that what is to be aborted is not a baby. The most common question asked by young women when they come to abortion clinics is this, is it a baby. And what were they told tens or scores of millions of times? No, it is not. A lie! It's only POC, product of conception. It's just a clump of cells. It's, it's like a, a wart. You'd want to get a wart removed, wouldn't you? Or a mole. But it's not a baby. Lies and more lies. That's what it's built upon. And yet, with the development of sonograms and various ways to hear the heart and see the baby, and now finally the coup de grace to that lie has been given through partial birth abortion which, as you know, is where the doctor turns the baby around, brings him out feet first. The feet, the legs, the hips, the arms come out till nothing but the head remains in the birth canal. This baby with kicking feet and 
toes and, and hands that are waving in the air and fingers that are grasping. There's no person in the world that would say that is anything but a baby. And yet the scissors are plunged into the back of his neck, into his brain, and his brain is sucked out, skull is crushed, the baby is aborted. It's only POC, a clump of cells. It's like a wart. Lies! It is a baby. And scientists have concluded long ago that there is no place from conception on where you can say that yesterday this was not a baby and today it is. The greatest lie of all, it's not a baby. Deception and lies, that's what it's all about, lies. Well, but pastor, don't you know that before Roe v. Wade there were up to 10,000 women a year that were dying from back alley abortions? Dr. Bernard Nathanson was a director of the largest abortion clinic in the world in Manhattan, New York. He supervised the abortion of 60,000 babies. He finally came to the place where he, he could not live with this conscience anymore. And he gave it up. I was in Washington and he called and asked if he could have lunch with me. He came down to Washington, we had lunch together and I said to him, tell me Dr. Nathanson, where did they get the statistics for the figure that 10,000 women a year prior to 73, prior to Roe v. Wade, which saved the lives of these 10,000 women every year, where did they get that figure? And he went like this, I gave it to them. He was a co-founder of NARAL, the National Association for the Repeal of Abortion Laws. They've later changed their name. Where did he get it? Right out of thin air. He made it up for the cause. And he said that this was true of most all of the statistics that they use. Lies. All based upon lies. Of course, abortion was legalized in the famous Roe v. Wade decision, which made abortion legal through the first trimester. Now, who was Roe? Her name was and is Norma McCorvey. I've met her here in our church, a very interesting lady. She has become thoroughly pro-life and is an active speaker against abortions. She said, quote, it was all based upon a lie. It was a lie that, that I told, she said. I told my lawyer, Sarah Weddington, that I had been raped, and that's what made it possible to get that decision. It was a lie. I had never been raped. It's all based upon a lie. 
said Norma McCorvey, Roe of Roe v. Wade. And then there was Doe v. Bolton, which extended abortion from the first trimester all the way to the point of delivery, which gave us, legally that is, partial birth abortion, which of course is where the abortion is performed within probably two or three seconds of when the baby would be fully removed from the woman's body. That was all done by Doe v. Bolton. Who is Doe? Her name is Sandra Kano. Well, why did she want an abortion so badly that she was willing to fight to bring about abortions to the very last minute? That's the story. Here's the truth. That's the lie. Here's the truth. That's a lie that most Americans have bought. She didn't want an abortion at all. She never had abortion. an abortion. She never wanted or sought an abortion. What she came to a lawyer to get, to Marjorie Pitts Haynes, an ACLU lawyer, was a divorce. But this ACLU lawyer saw in this woman an opportunity to advance the cause of abortion even farther. So without telling her client, she proceeded to push this case all the way up to the Supreme Court and Sandra Cano never even knew it was happening. The case came up with no evidence, unheard of before the Supreme Court. There was simply a supposed affidavit that said that Sandra Cano said that she would go crazy if she had to have another baby. She was pregnant and wanted her baby. She had two babies that were in the care of child care of the state and she wanted them back. She loved babies. She wanted to have babies. It was a lie. She would go crazy if she had a baby. She wanted, said the lawyer, to be sterilized. Absolutely preposterous. She didn't want anything of the sort. It's all based upon lies. Every evil system is based upon lies by the father of lies himself. Every evil system is based upon a foundation of lies. But the foundation is crumbling as it has crumbled in Nazism, Communism, and Shintoism. It's crumbling in abortion. Well, I have no doubt I am speaking to some ladies who have had abortions. Ladies who were deceived by these lies. Or ladies, let me tell you there is mercy with the Lord. There is forgiveness with him. Some of you have been carrying around guilt. Some of you have experienced depression. Some of you may even have tried to commit suicide. There is forgiveness with the Lord. He is kind and merciful to all of those that will come unto him. Go to him. Confess this to him.
and ask him to cleanse you, remove the darkness, and fill you with his joy. And he will do that. There's some of you men. You talk about free choice. Most women are escorted into abortion clinics by their boyfriend or by their father. They had very little choice. Great pressure was put upon them. Gentlemen, there is mercy with the Lord for you if you repent and if you confess. And dear friends, we need to pray about this great scourge of death that has swept the world and swept this country, that God will take it away. Pray that it will take place. One other thing you can do about abortion, share the gospel with someone. They don't need to be contemplating an abortion. Just bringing another person to Christ will help get rid of abortion. Did you ever think about that? Let me tell you, these abortatoriums are not run by Christians any more than pornographic theaters are. They're run by unbelievers, by ungodly people. And when people are converted, they begin to want to see life. All them that hate me love death, the Bible says. But when we love him, we love life, for he is the giver of life. And as the number of Christians in this country continues to grow, we're going to see abortion swept away from America. It will be a great blotch on the history of this country as Nazism is a blotch of the past on Germany. It will happen. But all that is necessary for evil to prevail is for good men to do nothing. And of course, you need to vote for godly candidates. May we pray. Father, we thank thee for the victory that you are going to gain in America. And this nation that was built upon godly foundations can be restored again. And we look forward to that glorious day in Christ's holy name. Amen. As the president of Evangelism Explosion International, I love Dr. Kennedy's suggestion that we help turn our nation around by leading someone to Christ. I hope that you're equipped to share your faith and that you'll make it a point to share the gospel this week. But you know, you can't lead someone to Christ if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior. Do you? Do you know for certain that you'll spend eternity in heaven with God? Are you even now enjoying the fullness of life that only He can offer? If not, I urge you to pray with me right now saying, Lord Jesus Christ, I repent of my sins and ask you to forgive me and cleanse me and help me to know the life that you have come to give, a life filled with meaning and purpose. Thank you for the free gift of eternal life. I place my trust in you from this day forward. In your name I pray. Amen. 
If you just prayed that prayer in a minute, then let me be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And to help you learn more about the decision that you've just made today, we'd like to send you Beginning Again, a book written by Dr. Kennedy. In these pages, you'll learn how to pray, how to read and study the Bible, which is God's instruction manual for living, and you'll even find answers to questions you may have. To receive your copy, just write to our address or call our toll-free number and ask for Beginning Again. God bless you as you begin your new life in Christ. The fight for life is something that needs to be taken seriously. We cannot stand idly by while innocent life is being destroyed. We believe that all life is precious and we must do all we can to try to prevent abortions from happening. We at D. James Kennedy Ministries are going to be extremely active in 2018, standing for truth and defending your freedom. And I implore you to take a stand for freedom with us. You can start out by contacting us to take the Spiritual State of the Nation survey. We need to hear from you about which issues are the most important to you. Contact us to get your survey as soon as possible. Fill it out and return it to us right away to make your voice heard on the most vital issues we face. To request your survey, simply write to us at D. James Kennedy Ministries, Box 11164, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33339 or call toll-free 888-332-3069 or go online to djkm.org. And when you contact us to get your survey, please prayerfully consider making a generous donation to the ongoing work of this ministry. As our thanks for your donation, we will send you the brand new book produced by this ministry, Let Freedom Ring. It features chapters from William J. Federer, Dr. Jerry Newcomb, former U.S. Representative John Hostetler, Dr. Kennedy, and me, among many others. Detailing America's founding principles and where we've gone wrong, this important book points the way forward to reclaiming our freedom. And if you are able to give a generous donation of $60 or more, we will send you Let Freedom Ring plus the original U.S. Congressional Handbook. This unique resource, presented by the D. James Kennedy Center for Christian Statesmanship, includes crucial information on each member of Congress, contact information for their key staffers, and vital information on all our leaders including those in the Supreme Court and in the executive branch. You will find yourself referring to this guide over and over throughout the year as it equips you to engage our government for biblical truth. So contact us to get your 2018 Spiritual State of the Nation survey. And if you're able to include a generous donation, we will thank you by sending you the new book, Let Freedom Ring. And if you can give a donation of $60 or more, we'll send you the book plus the original U.S. Congressional Handbook. Simply write to us at D. James Kennedy Ministries, Box 11164, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33339. Or call toll-free 
or go online to djkm.org. I'm Frank Wright. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Kennedy Classics. We'll see you next time. Today's program is available on DVD or audio CD for your gift to this ministry of any amount. Please call, write, or log on to our website today. This has been a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries.